It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back, Possums. This is the Friday form panel. Dean Mills and Jay Bond, and we're getting stuck into the big action, the first head of the Victoria Derby. It looks to be uh, something, you would imagine, of a one-act affair here. And this is the weaker of the two. Petrarca, I'll tell you an interesting bet. It's The price is gone now. We have got a tab market here. Uh, God bless. But uh, Rosetta Red Bull at two dollars a place, I thought might be a bet. I saw it as the one that might be. A, I think you can hold the rest early. I don't know if it's going as badly as those last couple of runs would suggest. Very good horse when right, and Rosetta Rebel has been behind the leader twice in his career for two wins. So if he's able to settle in that position, he's not going to beat Petrarca, I don't think. But I think he can run second. The question is, well, that that question, that query, is Petrarca an absolute moral? And the third one is. What do we make of this celebrity royal or royal that's only had the one start back in July and has trolled very well since, very much, Stuart? Yes. Um, Petrarca, well, I think he'll lead. That's the thing. I, I don't see um, uh, anybody attempting to keep him out. If that was the case, he could be uh, perhaps a little vulnerable. Uh, but, look, he's just got that push-button speed. Classic case of what you were talking about before. It might be a long-distance race, but might actually turn into a... 800 metre dash or even a bit less here with Petrarca having recent racing under his belt it's just going to be a tick over race for him and I think anyone else in the race will be planning their um, their attack on Petrarca leading um, and I think that's uh, I can't see a scenario other than Petrarca working his way to the top here he's got the good gate speed and uh, uh, he's going to be the one to beat under those circumstances without a shadow of a doubt. Rosanna Rebel's going to be the next best place. Uh, he's got the gate speed. I'm sure if Michael Bellman wanted to, I reckon he could keep out Petrarca, but there's no need to. Uh, he's going to get the run of the race from that spot, and there's going to be the logical um, danger, but certainly the logical horse to either run second or be in the Quinella spot. Um, if that's the case, the pegs might well be the place to be. Viking, three back the inside. And, and final collect, who finished ahead of Viking last week, it was too good a run um, not to uh, have him in the mix. He is so consistent. He's taken some pretty good scalps previously. And I don't think it's going to be a brutally run race where it's just going to be a peg domination. Uh, it probably lends itself to being that way to a degree with a fast final lap or fast 600 even. But under those circumstances, I still think final collect, despite being off the pegs, uh, is more than capable of finishing in the top four. You made a case for Celebrity Royal on that one start. Look, he, he did enough. Yeah, he's trialled well. Uh, it's hard to know where he can get to. It seems like it's too big a, a step up in class, but when they come from the Emma Stewart stable, you give him a bit more respect, don't you? So um, it'll be interesting. He'll be doing a really good job if he can qualify top six and make a derby final at only his third start here. But I left him out of the mix, Jace. Six, one, five, and eight. Yeah, I'm, I, look... It... Louis Lou, so I made the case for Rosanna Rebel, and you could play. So if you're looking at this, Dan, and you want to play trifectas, because no, you know who's going to launch into a buck ten. Um, so you're going to want quaddies and exotics and all the rest of it and multis. But if you're going to play trifectas here, are your thoughts uh, Rosanna Rebel roved to play to run second or third with Final Collect, Viking Celebrity Royal, maybe um, maybe Louis Louis? Like is it? Is, 
Is that what we're looking at here, or are you thinking to yourself, well, I might, Viking might even be able to run past Rosanna Rebel, and but I reckon it's going to be peg dominated, and I'll go six to beat one and eight to beat a few others for third. How are you? Like, how would you read how to play a trick here? Yeah. Well, I think the obvious one is Rosanna Rebel sitting behind the leader, but um, he, he did have a, a slightly harder run when he finished down the track in the semi-final of the Vic Bread behind Petrarca. And his last start run, he, he did do a bit of work, didn't he? Maybe, uh, I'm sort of forgiving, but not um, over the top in my in forgiving his, his last couple of runs. Um, his first up run was terrific when he beat a really good bunch of horses. Sorry, first up run. He, he's run three starts back in the Vic Bread uh, heat. Um, but I think the barrier draws the key for him. He he just gets an easy run, and it might just be the confidence builder that he needs. If indeed it's taken a bit of a, a, a an indentation from his last two starts, so uh, I think he's the logical one because when he's right, there's no doubt that he's up there within a couple of lengths of the very best. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I look, I, I've gone six. 11, 5, and 1. So I, in a way, I've got Rose... This is the tricky thing about uh, doing top four tips. I, I sort of uh, think that Rosanna Rebel will probably run second or third, maybe fourth at very worst. But now that I'm looking at this, I, I, look, if you're happy to... If small fish are good enough for you, and they are... Little fish are often sweet, I'm told. Then you could actually back uh, <laughs> Final Collector and Louis Luai both to run a place. And as long as one does, you're going to make some sort of little profit. Louis Luai, if this continues and he gets out to a ridiculous place price, and I, I look, I totally understand why, drawn outside the second row in a race where the dominant runner is going to find the front and dictate terms. And as we've already mentioned, Sprint Home are very fast, final 600 beaters. It makes it hard. But I'll tell you one thing that a horse like Petrarca can do, number one, Dan, is when he takes off... He can leave even those that have had nice runs in behind him in awkward positions if he takes off, you know, 600 from home rather than 400 from home. Mm. And Louis Luai has got a great history of if he does absolutely nothing in transit of being able to reel off some really significant sectionals and has sort of been there and done that where a lot of the others here haven't. So um, I know, I know. again, you've always got to factor into your mind that the, the major goal is qualification and they'll be happy if he runs top six and try and get a draw for next week. But... If it gets if it gets more you know at the three thirty three forty, I, I think you'd have to have a place ticket on Louis Lewis just based on the reasons that I've outlined. Yeah, I think you're right, and and I feel embarrassed that I haven't included him into my top four because I've, I've weighted what I've seen on on the race map. Um, but he is a, a quality horse, and again, if you go through the one on one there, if you want to match up. Uh, take Petrarca out of it and then decide to go one-on-one Louis Luai against every other horse, um, probably the only horse that you would uh, uh, get closer to a flip of the coin would be Rosanna Rebel, um, I would mm. imagine. I think you'd be pretty comfortable in thinking Louis Luai is better than every other horse in that race. So I probably should have factored him more so, but it just comes down to the barrier draw. But over 27.60, you've got plenty of time, lots of opportunities to make a run. If qualifying... Um, is your priority, and and so it should be in this case, um, it is to run top six. I think there's a greater opportunity to be able to do that. Whether or not that's enough to weigh into the top three, I'm not sure, but he's a good horse, and a good horse should be able to qualify. Yeah, I I think he will qualify. Uh, Heat two of the Victoria Derby, Woodland Stud, other sponsors. As I wrote the form comment, as good as Petrarca is and as good as a number of other runners are in this particular uh, qualifier for the Vic Derby 2023. The Lost Storm is the number one seed by a fair margin. Uh, never seen the pole marking draw before. He's got okay gate speed. 
does something have a little dig here? And will it matter even if they do? Or is it just a case even if a captain's knock might be able to cross or, or the real Sherlock that they hand straight up? I, even it, This is another case of what I spoke about before. Even as I'm saying it right now, I'm thinking if the real Sherlock could burn across, would the, would, would the retake and the hand up be immediately there? I'm starting to question it now that I'm saying it, Daniel. Um, po- possibly, again, because it is a heat. Mm. Um, and I think it's something where Greg Sugars is very good at summing up a situation like that. He can come off the gate if he realise his horse with momentum is going to get across without... Because the last thing you want to do is push them and fail in the early part of the race. Um, if you've got that gate speed and it looks as if you're going to cross comfortably, that's a little bit different. Um, but in this instance, uh, again, uh, qualification, I would think, is most important uh, because in the case of the real Sherlock... Barry draw, he could end up with barrier seven again next week, but I mean, the chances are he'll end up with a better barrier draw. Um, I think that if this was the final of the derby, it could well be interesting, uh, but a lot of horses haven't had that experience at 2760 or had that experience at the trip this preparation. So I think they're less likely to come off the gate as a result. Even the real Sherlock, while he won at the longer trip last start, it was not really a test, was no. it? He, he always looked like he was going to lead. He got a soft lead. It was the run that he needed to have off the back of a, a, a minor, very minor setback. But um, it wasn't really a, a thoroughly run 2,760-metre race. So in this instance, he might just have to uh, sit up parked. And, um, and remember, the lost storm, I reckon, will need the run. I, I'm not saying mm. he'll need the run to make him vulnerable to not be able to win, but the run itself is going to help him top him off that two to three lengths that he's going to need to for the final next week. Because if he'd drawn barrier 10 in this race, mm. it'd be a whole different sort of uh, setup. He'd still be favourite, but he wouldn't be as short. Uh, and he'd probably get a more serious hit out. So with that in mind, um, we've seen the Lost Storm on a couple of occasions previously, whether it's been in trials or whether it's been in races. And he's given been given really solid hit outs and I expect that I'm not saying that he'll be going flat chat for 2760 but I reckon he'll be running a pretty strong last thousand to 11 1200 meters here well I reckon the other critical key is as I mentioned the depth and quality of this race because if it was the previous hey I'd just be saying well lost on what I don't care um well apart from Petrarca I, I don't care where he ends up uh, if he gets cross yada 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 but here you've got Captain's Knock is a group one winner um, Captain Hammerhead, who was $23 at one point, won the Nutrient final and wasn't far behind the Lost Storm of the Eureka. Uh, Oliver Dan's clearly got a lot of ability. Uh, the, uh, f- from memory, the Candyman, Greg Sugar, spoke glowingly about his opinion of the real Sherlock after that um, that pretty pedestrian you know, lap of honour win in that long trip race lead up to the derby in perfect class. He's got a fair bit of ability as well. So there's a lot of depth in this race. There's a lot of depth. But uh, as I mentioned, I like... Unless I miss something, which is possible when you're doing things manually and not not in an automated fashion, only five of the 22 runners in the derby have been over a long trip. And if it hadn't been for that um, little, you know, parade lead-up race in the Queensland derby, none of them would have. And none of them have in the been over further than 2,400 metres, that is, in the Oak Series. So even though I've made a, a, a pretty strong case for the fact that it probably won't matter, it it still just puts that hint of doubt in your mind but the thing is with the lost storm one thing you know about him is he's run 2240 meter races like their 2700 meter races as well he's just yeah he's a beast isn't he 
yeah, absolutely, he's a beast. He can run time and sustain it. Uh, and I expect that uh, he'll be able to do something here. He'll be able to do whatever is asked of him on, on Saturday night. Um, what did you make of his seventh in the Tabirica? I mean, it was up against the best. It was run at a brutal tempo. Uh, thought he was under pressure a little bit further out than I'd expected him to be. Uh, is it a forgivable run? Did, did After the, the campaign that he'd had, he'd done a bit of travelling. Is it forgivable? Do you read it on face value? Do you uh, take it on face value that he was just uh, slightly out of his depth there or did he underperform? Um, it's an interesting one. I mean, it's funny that we talk about the uh, the long trip because basically uh, the Lost Storm's first three runs were over short trips, but there's nothing about him that that feels like um, that feels like uh, what you would say is the kind of horse that's going to enjoy, you know, a hard. Well, he's going to enjoy a hard, fast tempo all the way, but. Here, under that kind of pressure, I mean, we're going 151.8. So I know, I know you can go back to what was the extraordinary, unbelievable lead time he um, ran. I think that was in the... Breeders' Crown semi-final. Breeders' Crown, semi, Breeders Crown semi-final. So you know he's got that ability, but this, this is where times can lie a little bit as well. Uh, that you kind of look at it and... It's one thing to do it against your own age and all the rest of it, but these are, you know, these are top quality horses. And even though the calendar has changed, they're still one year older. And I tend to think, I tend to think you have to be a genuine freak under freakish circumstances to be able to be, you know, give away a year in those kind of races and win them. So I look slightly disappointing, but then then you, you sort of look back and you see he was six dollars, and you think, well, he probably was never a six dollar chance you know, against a horse like Leap to Fame. Because even if the Lost Storm is an absolute burgeoning champion, he's not... <laughs> you sort of would compare him as, as a Leap to Fame type, wouldn't you? And Leap to Fame's got yeah. 12 months on him in, in terms of experience. Uh, so maybe slightly disappointing, but not a concern for his future or for this series, I wouldn't have thought of you in concurrence. Yeah, look, I think so. And particularly from barrier number one. Uh, my tips here, Jason, one, seven, two, and ten. I'm going with one, two. I think Captain's Knock has to be included in the mix. And I've also thrown in seven and ten. But I'm, I'm including in the thoughts number six, Captain Hammerhead and, and, uh, and Oliver Dan as well, if you're going to play your exotics, which I think you probably will have to with a dollar twelve favourite. Time for the news. Find out what's happening in the world. Back with more. Friday form panel with Dean Mills and Jay Bond very soon.